I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright. And today I will be doing a solo episode as the Super Millennial is out on assignment. So this week, our topic is pressure. In today's meeting of the minds, I would like to discuss the ego as the creator of pressure. So in yesterday's episode, we discussed that there is a difference between stress and pressure. We grow through pressure. It's what you feel when you move through the comfort zone. Stress is a conflict activated within. It's telling us to be aware of our environment and look out for danger. Pressure becomes an issue when it turns into a state of being stressed out. This happens when we get stuck in conflict. This locks in the limbic brain and puts our nervous system in the red zone. This is the pressure of fear, worry, anxiety. And this being locked in this brain drives behavior and event judgment reaction. This is the pressure created by the ego. When we are locked in the limbic brain, we cannot expand. We are in the emotional brain. And when we're locked in the limbic brain in the red zone, the ego has conscious mind control. So when a conflict is activated, we as human beings will always have the alarm system of the human construct activated. As we have mentioned, this is due to the hierarchy of the brain. The amygdala in the brain is scanning your environment, always looking for the negative something that doesn't match your expectations of the perception of the belief systems and programs you hold in mind. When the amygdala senses something that is a conflict, the construct will move in to one, the alarm system of the survival system activates. This is what locks the brain in the limbic brain and the nervous system into the red zone. Two, the stress loop will connect the conflict in mind to the heart. So what happens is the conflict in mind connects the head brain to the heart brain in the body, and the heart brain changes its variance and communicates back to the head brain, creating a stress loop. So you feel the conflict. And three, the mind identity, the limbic brain is emotional. It's tied to the past, and the ego assumes conscious mind control. And for the body identity, the body supports the mind. The body is now set in a stressed out state to fight or flight, and this sets our state. Number five, our identity base is set in a state of restriction, base energy fear, and behavior is set in event, judgment, and reaction. Now, in this condition, the ego is creating pressure in fear. And the conflict is now becoming a story. And the conflict will be tied to the past or the future or to both. 
and you will now feel pressure of a problem. This is not the pressure that helps us to grow. Remember, pressure is what's needed for us to move from the valley to get to the mountain. But that pressure is moving us within the cortex brain, the green zone. When we are stuck with the ego creating pressure, we are stuck in the limbic brain, and that's when we have a problem. See, in this state, the ego is in conscious mind control, and what happens is the ego hijacks the now. So Eckhart Tolle, the author of Power of Now and A New Earth, teaches that the ego has a dysfunctional relationship with the present moment. This is because the ego cannot be in control without creating pressure, without creating a problem. And to accomplish this, the ego must keep your mind either in the past or in the future. The ego must also keep control of your behavior and maintain the state of restriction, base energy fear, and this is what keeps you in event, judgment, and reaction. As long as you're in judgment, you are actually fighting the now. You are fighting and resisting the present moment. That's what judgment is. That's the ego. And what this keeps you in is keeps you in the behavior of reaction. You're reacting to what is happening. Now, the ego accomplishes control and creates pressure in stress and conflict through three major programs. These three programs of the ego are held in the subconscious mind of the cage mind. So the first program of the ego is the resentment program. This program holds every conflict you've ever had that did not was not brought to resolution since you were age seven. And when a conflict is activated and we feel upset, worried, this is a program in mind. And immediately that restriction state, base energy fear is activated. And you, like I said earlier, your behavior will be an event, judgment, reaction. Now the conflict activates the limbic brain. And if we stay in that alarm system of the human construct, we will stay in judgment. And this causes us to defend and attack the conflict. This should not be like this. This should not act this way. They should agree with me. They should see my point. If conflict is not brought into resolution and resolved, which cannot happen from the limbic brain in the state of restriction, base energy, fear, the red zone, conflict cannot be met in resolution from the valley then the conflict is stored in the resentment program. So what happens? The next day, the conflict is reactivated. The resentment program will activate the conflict from yesterday, the conflict from last week, the conflict from last month, the conflict from last year. It'll activate the conflict from 10 years ago. You see, the ego pulls the past, the conflict, to the present. And this creates more pressure, more upset, 
frustration drives behavior in anger, and the ego holds the conflict in righteousness and justification in pride. So we build our reality through our vibration. This is set by what we carry in mind. If you carry conflict in the resentment program, your reality is one of anger, impatience, irritation, frustration, resistance, and your life will be lived in stressed out pressure. See, when we have any resentment, it's a conflict that was not brought to resolution. That's one program the ego has. And the resentment program brings your past in the behavior of frustration and anger and pride into the present. Now, the second program is the regret program. This program holds conflicts that were not brought to resolution or resolved, but these conflicts are tied to relationships. Now, this is very important. These relationships include the relationship with yourself, your identity held in the cage mind, this identity that was set for you in stage three of development, socialized mind, this identity that holds your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your self-image. Now, our behavior, driven in anger and pride from a conflict in the resentment program, can easily cause us to drop into the regret program. If we behave badly enough, aggressively enough, we will have regret and it will drop us into guilt. Now, these conflicts create, these conflicts from the regret program create a depressive state and it drops us into that grief energy. We feel regret. We feel sad. And then it will drop us into that apathy energy, feeling discouraged. We can't. And finally, that regret program will drop you in the guilt energy, the guilt, the anchor of that ego, feeling like a failure. And if the conflict is strong enough, it can drop you into the shame energy where you actually feel empty. You see, conflict in relationships. It's very important to understand conflict in relationship to ourself is when we did not do what we said we would do. We failed to have integrity of behavior. So we have regret and we feel guilty. It's tied to our failures in the past. And what happens with that failure that we had, it makes us feel guilty. We feel bad. We feel like we did something wrong. That is the regret program to ourself. Now, conflict in relationship to others causes the regret program to bring our past to the present. This is where you feel guilty. You may feel sorry for what you did or didn't do, and you may swear it will never happen again. Yet, if you do not execute conflict resolution, which again cannot be done in the red zone, in the valley, in guilt, 
we do not release or resolve the conflict. The ego will use the regret program to push that individual into the state of apathy, the apathy state. This is where you, the individual begins to feel hopeless. This is where true addiction resides. See, in this apathy state, the ego will take the conflict and it will turn it into a pendulum between the regret program, feeling hopeless and discouraged, and swing it to the resentment program and anger and pride, justifying why it's not their fault and how everyone's out against them, how they can't control anything. They can't do it. And this apathy state is a powerful state of the ego. This is when you live in a victim story. So when you look at this, these two programs, the resentment program and the regret program are tied to our past. It's tied to our history. It's tied to what happened to us yesterday, or like I said, decades ago. The only way we resolve those conflicts is through personal development and getting in and understanding forgiveness. It's through forgiveness, real forgiveness, that we release those conflicts. So those two programs, now the third program of the ego is the fear program. Now the ego uses the fear program to control the now. This is how the ego controls the present moment, the now. And the ego uses the fear program as it is your comfort zone and the fear energy to keep you in the valley. The resentment program and the regret programs, like I said, are tied to the past. The fear program most times is tied to the future. The ego creates pressure by creating stories of worry and doubt, and this puts your behavior in hesitation. And this, which, if left to the ego, causes procrastination and avoidance. Now, the ego will use fear also with the past because it will go into your past failures, tying fear to the regret program. Again, the fear program is doing its job. The fear program's job is keeping you in the valley in stress. And as we discussed yesterday, Stress and pressure are two different things. In fear, you are in that state of restriction. It's tight, and this results in becoming stressed out. That optimum pressure point is moving through the fear and through the comfort zone. See, the ego's fear program holds many programs that are designed to keep you in the valley. And you must understand that some of these programs were programmed as a child and literally have no ties to experience. You see, the resentment program is tied to an experience. It's a conflict. The regret program is tied to an experience. It's a conflict, but fear can actually be tied and be a program, and it's not tied to an experience. The child carries the fears of the parents. So if the parents feared success, 
Or if the parents fear to take chances and step outside the comfort zone, if the parents were stuck in that want of security, the child may carry those programs. If the parents had low self-worth or low self-esteem, the child may carry those programs. And fear will cause behavior to flight or run from conflict. See, avoiding conflict builds the ego's power. So if you had parents that always avoided conflict, that was would be my parents, both of my parents. My father avoided conflict like it was the plague. He never dealt with issues that made him uncomfortable. And my mom avoided conflict by putting her head in the sand. Well, that was one of the biggest things I had to learn. My personal development was about breaking that program of fear and dealing with conflict because I naturally avoided conflict because that's how my parents programmed me. So avoiding conflict will always build the ego's power. And this gives the ego the tools to push pressure into becoming anxious, panicky, timid, and keeps you stuck in that stage three socialized mind of development, keeping you in the valley. Now, how does the ego create and build up pressure? It's important. If you can understand how the ego works, then you can also understand how to disengage the ego. So how does the ego create and build up pressure? It does this by stealing the now. It literally steals your present moment. As Eckhart Tolle stated earlier, the ego has a dysfunctional relationship with the now. The ego cannot be present. The ego takes conscious mind control in the cage mind, yet the ego never finds the now. The ego cannot function in process. So number one, Let's talk about how the ego uses a now. Number one, the ego uses a now as a means to an end. It means it uses the now, the present moment, as a way to get to a desired objective, a want. The ego forces behavior to get what it wants. So let's say it wants to lose weight. The ego can force you into a diet but once the weight is lost, it goes back to its old programming and the weight comes back on. We can never create change through force. See, the ego wants you to see their point. So it'll drive behavior to defend and attack, forcing your opinion onto others. And most of us know by now that this doesn't work. So number one, the ego uses the now as a means to an end, a getting and sticking it in want, keeping it in lack and the want that we talk about. Number two, the ego uses the now as an obstacle. Here is where pressure goes past that optimum pressure point we talked about yesterday, and it goes into becoming stressed out. The ego takes the conflict and it must overcome in this conflict and it overcomes the conflict by activating anxiety, frustration, and creates time pressure. So the ego's now is an obstacle. The now is an obstacle. It's anxiety. It's frustration. 
It's a time pressure. There is no time. We have no time. We got to push harder. We got to grind. There's no time for this. This is living your life with a gun to your head. That's how the ego takes the now and turns it into an obstacle. It creates that time pressure. Number three, the ego uses the now as an enemy. It makes the moment or what is, the now is what is, into an enemy. The ego must attack this adversary of what is in the moment. This turns the conflict into a problem. We cannot stop conflict. When that conflict activates and you're climbing the mountain, that's the obstacle. That's the boulder. Now, we have to execute conflict resolution. When we do execution of conflict resolution and we move out of event judgment reaction into event awareness and response, and the conflict is there and we respond, three ways that we can respond. One, we respond to what is happening. Two, we pull back, contemplate a response. Or three, we know there's nothing we can do and we have to let it go. All of these create conflict resolution. You're not carrying that conflict into the next moment. Well, the ego uses that conflict, the now as an enemy, and it makes that conflict into a problem. Oh, now what are we going to do? Oh, this is bad. Oh boy. Now everything's wrecked. Oh, this is going to happen. Oh, what if, and all these things turn into a problem. So the ego took the now and turned it into an enemy. Number four, the ego uses the now as a fantasy. This is very important. The ego will deny the conflict or what is. And it does this a couple ways. One, it will tell flat out lies. If you're lying to people in your life or lying about what you're doing or you're creating lies about who you are, this fake it till you make it thing, the ego is using the now as a fantasy. You are not telling the truth. And that is what we call self-honesty. If you get caught in a lie, and I don't mean you caught in a lie, you're caught in this energy of the ego using the now as a fantasy, and you get caught in this, you will end up in a huge conflict because conflict resolution can't happen when you're lying to yourself. If you're not doing what you say you're doing, if you're not acting the way you say you're acting, this is a lie. And if you're telling your closest people closest to you a lie, you're not being honest with them, this will build conflict in the regret program. And so the ego uses now the fantasy and the ego will deny the conflict or what is by creating a lie or ignoring it and repressing it. And the ego may say, well, I trust God and everything will work out just fine. Yet the person that lies to themselves knows this is just a delusion. It's a lie. The ego uses that and then later will blame God because this didn't work out for them. So you have to understand to make sure the problem stays put in one of the programs holding conflict 
The ego will turn the now into a fantasy. This is where self-deceit comes in. So if you find yourself lying about anything that you that creates a conflict, you're lying about doing something and it's a conflict that you're really not putting in a resolution, the ego will turn that into one of the biggest conflicts and it will put it in the regret program and you will be you'll be driven into guilt. Number 5, the ego will use the now as a threat. It uses the now as a threat. It's something that must be in defend and attack or something it must be ignored that head in the sand or something that has to be avoided. So the ego when the ego uses the now as a threat it wants us to fight or flight. And it does that because if we fight or flight, there's no conflict resolution. And the conflict, again, gets put into one of the programs. So this is how the ego uses the now in order to create pressure that drives us to becoming stressed out and cripples our behavior in judgment and reaction. So Unmasking the ego and these pressure plays is done through undoing the conflict through the con what I call conflict breakdown. So the ego lives in conflict. And by simply slow down, by slowing down, you become aware. And you can ask yourself, in this moment, am I in process? Or am I in problem? You unmask the ego by seeing through its dysfunction. The ego will use time to blow up the conflict into a pressure problem. When you slow down, you can choose what you will focus on next. So look at the conflict. Slow down and look at the conflict the so-called problem in this moment and ask yourself what needs to be done and list this out, list out each item that needs to be done and then start with item one and complete it. No matter what, complete it. Then move to item two and complete that. Move through the pressure that, and the conflict will be removed into resolution. You got to move through that pressure. That is the comfort zone. And you simply do it by listing out what needs to be done. What is this conflict? What must I do? You know what to do. List it and then do it. And the conflict will be moved into resolution and you will feel a relief of pressure your whole physiology will change and your life will begin to go into expansion. You see, the ego will use time to build the conflict into a problem by pretending to relieve the pressure of the conflict by putting something off until tomorrow. So the, this is how the ego uses strategy. The ego strategy may seem to work in the moment. I can't deal with this today. I'll deal with it tomorrow. I can't deal with this right now. I'll deal with it later. This, the ego strategy may seem to work in that moment only to blow up. And what does it blow up? Immediately upon waking up in the morning, first thing in the morning, 
the ego will look to get a quick start in pushing that optimal pressure button over the edge to make sure you start the day stressed out. So if the ego is telling you, we'll do it tomorrow, just stop, sit, slow down, and do the conflict resolution list. And start with number one and take action. Then number two, this is so easy to do, people. This is not hard. It's becoming aware. It's easy once you learn how the ego works, become present, see the ego, and execute. You can't fail. You see, the ego takes healthy pressure, which is what you need to accomplish your goals and to grow and to change and deal with conflict. And the ego will take that healthy pressure and turn it into being stressed out. The ego controls your behavior by trapping you in the valley. This is that restriction state base energy fear. Here's where the ego gains its strength and builds conflict into negative pressure. It's so important to know the ego gains absolutely nothing out of presence. When you slow down and become present, the ego gains nothing. It begins to lose its control. The ego gets nothing from silence. If you can pause, get that pause in and just get a little quiet, even for a few seconds, the ego gets nothing from silence. And again, it will allow you to take conscious mind control. The ego gains nothing from gratitude, joy, or equanimity. If you can pause, no matter how what is going on, and just put yourself in gratitude, even for one minute, the joy and equanimity will come, and the ego can't gain anything from that. That will allow you to step into conflict resolution. The ego gets nothing from the mountain, and at every moment, each of us stands at the crossroads of life. You either choose to use pressure to climb the mountain and live life, or you allow pressure to become stress and live the ego's version of your life. This is not hard, people. It's about understanding the human being, understanding the human construct, the red zone, green zone, and really understanding how the ego takes the cage mind over and conscious mind control. Conflict resolution. Conflict is not a problem. Conflict is a part of life. It's part of your climb on the mountain. It is the obstacles that are before you. It's what's needed for you to grow. Conflict isn't bad. Conflict is life. That's the present moment. That's the now. The ego cannot live in the now. It can't live in resolution. If you take that conflict that has been scaring you, putting you in fear, causing you to be anxious, making you feel guilty, driving you in resentment. You take that conflict and break it down and ask yourself, what do I need to resolve this conflict and resolution? And you list out those steps. One, two, three, four. If I do this, this conflict is resolved. And you do number one. And then you do number two. And then you do number three. And before you know it, 
that conflict is resolved. And guess what? You don't bring that problem or conflict into tomorrow. It's done. But if you ignore it, then that conflict will follow you until you resolve it. That conflict will cause resentment. That conflict will cause guilt and regret. That conflict will keep you in fear. And all it takes is for you to take the now and the moment and resolve it. Conflict resolution. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in a planet. You can join us on this mission. How can you join us? By simply like, share, and subscribe. I lost my paper there. The links are right below the show. As always, until next time, stay inspired.